0: you have one person following you that it makes a difference for that's enough you know if it's your mom it's enough like just start
1: hey hey welcome to the up and becoming podcast a space for inspiring and empowering conversations for the dreamers creators and self-starters i'm your host kurt bingham And today is a good day to be alive. On today's episode, I'm speaking with Mia Alexander. Mia runs a blog and podcast called She's So Lovely, where she interviews genuine go-getters who create, influence, and empower women all around the world. I love my conversation with Mia as we talked about getting in the arena to have a go, starting when you don't know where to start, and how her faith has been her guiding compass throughout it all. So without further ado, enjoy my conversation with Mia Alexander. I wanted to get you on here today because um, I love what you stand for. And um, for those that don't know what you're a part of, what you do, um, do you want to tell us a little bit about She's So Lovely? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I'd love to. So... um... Basically, She's So Lovely is a podcast and blog. Um, I've been doing it for about probably a year. No, yeah, probably a year. Um, It kind of just started as an idea and I really didn't know what it was, but I knew that I wanted to Um, help women connect women um, inspire women in some capacity Um, and so I started with a blog um, and then yeah I got my friend to start writing a solo piece for me it's called solo Um, it's about single women and and their journey and um, you know um, just real stories really and then now my other friend is writing a blog called nurture so it's all about motherhood um, and that journey so yeah it's been really fun and then I'm I'm doing the podcast so it's kind of like a we've kind of got a mini team and we just kind of bounce ideas around and um, really our aim our main aim is to inspire encourage and connect women that's what we're all about so
1: yeah and when like with that I think that's um, like that's amazing and we'll circle back to kind of um, what that has should become today, but where do you think that started for you um, wanting to, mm-hmm. to create something like that?
0: Yeah, it really honestly started out of a desperation to know where my place was. I really like worked hard for a lot of years. Um, I left school early and did an apprenticeship and then went into full-time work um, pretty much when I was 16. And so I worked for so many years and kind of got to a place of I would say it was burnout looking back now but at the time I didn't realize what it was and I was really in this place where I just didn't know what I wanted to do um I was really um sounds depressing but I was I was sad um
1: yeah it's a real place but, for sure.
0: yeah yeah um and just struggling with that part of Um, my identity I guess I was placing a lot of my identity in my work and because that wasn't fulfilling for me it was a struggle and so really I have to give a lot to um, God um, first of all and then Daniel my husband second of all he encouraged me so much in our first year of marriage and I feel like we're now in our you're a marriage and I'm a different person um and not saying he changed me but he encouraged me to use the gifts that I already had in my hand that I wasn't seeing I wasn't seeing what I could do I wasn't seeing my potential I wasn't seeing um yeah basically part of who I was and he kind of brought that out and she so lovely was born so
1: that's so awesome I yeah. uh, I love Daniel like <laughs> for, those, um, for those listening, I've known uh, Daniel for yeah quite a long time and um, it was pretty cool seeing him and Mia get together and they get married and then they moved to Melbourne and left me in Sydney, which is, <laughs> yeah, but I like Sydney more now. Sorry, yeah. Melbourne people. <laughs> just, I love the beach. I just I can't, yeah. I'm not on the beach every day.
0: Yeah, if um, you're a beach person, Sydney is for you.
1: Oh, so true, but I do miss the coffee. Um, mm. I don't know, there's something about Melbourne and how they create their spaces to just accommodate coffee mm. yeah. and people, of course, but the coffee there is.
0: Yeah, I know, Good. there's just something different about it.
1: Yeah, I think um, something really incredible that you touched on was I think potential um, and, yeah, having going through a time of, depression or where you're stressed or anxious about like your purpose um, I think that's something we all can probably um, yeah connect with because even for me I've definitely been there and it does really take someone to to notice notice in someone else the potential and encourage that in them so I'm glad that Daniel could do that um, but if we go back even a little bit further did you ever Know what you wanted to become when you were when you were younger, or you kind of didn't really have a grasp on that.
0: Um, I think growing up in Tassie, um, yeah. the job force there is really not, um, I guess career progression wise, yeah. it's not really there yet. Um, in terms of what I've seen, anyway. Um, and so growing up there, it it wasn't really on my radar to have a career or, um, you know, yeah, progress in a corporate world or anything like that. And so I didn't really have an idea of what I wanted to do. Um, I did know I wanted to work with women. Um, I've always felt like I wanted to be in that space. Um, I didn't really know what, what that looked like but I liked making people feel good about themselves. I liked, yeah, making people feel cared for. And I think a lot of that came from my mum. She's, she's a hospital aide um, and she has been for years. Um, and she's just constantly, whether at work or at home, she's constantly looking after everyone else. And so I think I got a little bit of that. Um, and so I ended up in the beauty industry. So I became a beauty therapist at 17 and, um, and yeah, I really, really did enjoy it. I felt like, yeah, that part of it was definitely fulfilled then, um, in terms of, I was able to help people. Um, I was able to help them feel better about themselves. And some people might think that seems shallow. It's like, you're just doing your eyebrows, but as a girl that makes you feel good. Um, and it's also the conversations that you had with the women when they came in, you were basically their therapist, <laughs> like, they tell you everything um when they're getting their nails done like because you don't know anything about their lives and you don't know anyone that they know so they feel comfortable with you so um yeah does that <laughs> answer the question
1: yeah no no it does I think that was also the training ground for getting good at interviewing people for your podcast oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe. They just ask questions that yeah really yes. open people up and I would say that even when I'm at the hairdresser, I end up telling them things that I, was, I don't even tell my family. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: that's so true.
1: Well, I guess you moved to Sydney first and you moved to Melbourne. Do you think that Melbourne was very much the beginning of this confidence and this courage that you have today or did it kind of start in Sydney?
0: Mm, that's a good question. Um, Well, I think a lot of I think I, yeah, I definitely started to change and be more confident when I moved to Sydney um, because you're out of your element. You know, I don't have, I didn't have any family there. Um, I was starting fresh at work. We we're starting with a new team. I moved with work at the time. And so you, you have to be confident, I guess. You have to make new friends. You have to push yourself. You have to um, put yourself in the uncomfortable. And so, you know, at church I was having to, Put myself in connect groups, you know. Try and make friends. Um, try and meet people. Yeah. yeah. And for
1: those that don't like, don't know what a connect group is, what what is that? Mm.
0: So basically, it's a, a study at your friend's house. Um, so it's kind of like a hangout, um, and you yeah read the Bible and chat about it. Basically, eat some food, have a laugh.
1: Yeah, that's awesome even for me, cause I, that's how, that's how I met Mia. Like we met in church and um, connect group is a really cool place where you can encourage one another. And I, I guess you could experience that in a lot of different communities, but there is something so, yeah, something so like deep and, and that you really connect with when you are all sharing this, this one belief and wanting to encourage each other to become the best version of ourselves, but also serving, I guess, a greater purpose uh, than yourself. And I can definitely see that that's come through in your blog and what you're doing because there's such a, a sense of empowerment and, um, and just instilling confidence in women. And um, I think that's really cool to see. In experiencing like your faith and in growing in that, what, what have you, have you, do you feel like you've really grown in, in your faith recently um, with, with kind of starting, starting this blog and starting this podcast?
0: Yeah, I think definitely you always have. Like, I f- I find these new steps, and and anytime you do a new venture, um, there's a big reliance on God. I think, uh, you know, even just putting up something that is so vulnerable. It's it's my voice. Um, yeah. It's my words, and you know, with so much criticism out there these days, there is a vulnerability that you're taking in putting that out there and people being able to criticise you. Um, So in terms of that aspect, I think I have had to step back and go this isn't about me, this is about God, this is about his girls, um, his daughters and placing value and love upon them. And so, yeah, I think that was a really important step for me to take and go, yeah, look at the broader view and so if if you know something was a flop or if it's a failure or if it um doesn't work and I need to change it or do something else. Um that's really helped me Yeah, move forward and not focus on those little things or I only got five likes or something like that. You know, like it's just so tedious. It's a real
1: place. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it's it's it is like that's our generation now. That's what we, that's the type of anxiety I guess we deal with. And so, um, yeah, I guess giving it over to him is faith, um, that he'll, he'll progress it. Um, you know, it's not, yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't do everything, but I can do something. And Yeah.
1: Most people I would know. And I think people that would listen to this are people that, uh, want to grow and do want to develop themselves. And um, I think for me, like being a Christian, it helps me look to a bigger purpose than myself. And like you said, um, that language saying like they're God's daughters, I think that's something so uh, beautiful and unique. And it's something that we don't actually get to hear much. Um, You know, I have because it's kind of the church that we're a part of, but I know that there are some people that haven't had that same experience with faith and Christianity. So I think that's really cool that you're um, bringing such beautiful language to, um, yeah, to your faith and what you believe. It's really cool.
0: I hope so. Thanks. I want it to be, yeah, it's definitely inclusive of everyone. Um, But, yeah, I do put little, um, you know, I'm not, shy about it and i don't uh shy away from that because it's part of who i am so it's part of what she's so lovely is it's definitely inclusive
1: and when a girl i guess like jumps on the blog or connects with you what's often something that you're um wanting to take them on a journey towards like are you what what does it look like when someone uh listens to the podcast or reaches out to you do you guys um kind of are you guys usually contacting them or like is there any like outreach in a way to empower girls or is it mainly just those that I guess come to you first?
0: Yeah I guess um, yeah if anyone DMs or comments or anything I always try and write back um, pretty quickly um, and you know engage with them have a conversation with them Um, and yeah I really do try and make it inviting and engaging so that they want to interact. I guess the journey that we want to take them on is that um, our stories are real Um, what we share is really thought through Um, we don't just chuck things up for the sake of having something on our website Um, so the girls who write for me and you know what I speak about is really thought through and so I uh, my hope and our hope is that it resonates with them that it is relevant for their current season And that it helps them through something or out of something or in something. So, yeah, that would be my main focus.
1: Yeah. And has there been any, like, cool stories or um, something that you've personally been a part of that's really impacted you from, I guess, starting this blog, starting this podcast?
0: Yeah, I guess the feedback that I've gotten from um, the girls who I've done the podcast with has been really inspiring I think it's been a definitely a confidence journey for me like becoming more confident um and they've honestly helped me keep moving forward and knowing that this is for that one girl that might be listening you know and going through a hard hard breakup or you know going through postnatal depression or something like that um and so yeah I guess cool stories Not sure, but I think the girls that I'm working with on writing, um, it's been an incredible creative outlet for them and that kind of was part of my story at the start. And so to give them a creative outlet and to give them a safe space to write what's on their heart has probably been, yeah, one of the biggest impacts. So,
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's awesome. I guess, like, what are you, what are you guys moving towards at the moment? What are you working on?
0: Yeah, so I'm working on a series called Women of Influence, and awesome. it's basically women in the social media space. Um, and we're talking about things like um, how their influence uh, affects those who follow them, but also them themselves, and and what it's kind of like to be in that influencer world. Um, we're also chatting about issues that are going on in the world right now and how we can react, how to react on social media and, um, you know, if you're feeling overwhelmed, things that you can do, you know, like unplugging and, you know, learning by reading a book from the library instead of being on social media and things like that. So I think um, it'll be cool for the girls to hear from those influencers and and realise that they're real people behind a screen. But also um, I think they've got like a really a lot of good things to say, so.
1: Yeah, and if you can give us a little sneak peek, has there been any advice that from like interviews you've done that's really stuck with you?
0: Yeah, I think the Kmart lover in her interview has said that, um, you know, she's observed that a lot of people will stop scrolling to write a negative comment but people won't stop scrolling to write a positive comment and that's something that kind of stuck with me because yeah since then I've really tried to when I've seen something amazing I've stopped and I've written a comment or I've thought about what I'm going to write and you know giving them hopefully you know like indicator that their post is amazing what they're creating is good and you know, that helps them be inspired to create more. And I think we need more of that because I think so often we're putting things out there and we might not be getting any response, which is fine. Um, but then someone might post or comment something that's ugly and it's just unnecessary. Um, there needs to be more, yeah, positivity, I think. So that stuck with me.
1: And I think even for you know, for building brands or building anything, often if there's one negative review, like it, it can, yeah, it can taint, like it's like 10 people. If one negative thing happens, people, you'll tell 10 people. If one nice thing happens, often you don't like, you'll maybe share it to one, Right. you know, which is so interesting how that works. And I think, yeah, if we can overwhelm people with, you know, kindness and love, um, especially when they're building things and they're launching things, I think that, that is one way we can instill confidence in people. Um, and I think, yeah, that's, that's going to be really incredible. I'm, I'm looking forward to listening to that. Um, when you look back at taking the leap and actually starting this, what were some of the fears um, and some of the things that were holding you back that you needed to push through?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, a big one was just myself. <laughs> I really just yeah. needed to push past myself stop thinking about it, Um, you know, it's not about me. I always like remind myself it's not about you, it doesn't matter. Um, You know, at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter what people think about you. Um, It's really if you're putting out something that's good and that's uplifting and that's encouraging because you're always going to have someone who doesn't like what you say. Um, So I really had to get past that and also just like start because I was like, I don't know where to yeah. start. I don't know where to start. Like, what am I doing? What is it? I don't know. I and you. so, you know, whether it's just start with the blog or I think I actually started with a photo shoot. So I got a couple of girlfriends, a photographer that I knew and a girlfriend who was willing to be a model, who's not a model but she looks like a model. And we just went out <laughs> into... Um, Into the Great Ocean Road, went on a drive, a road trip, and we took some cool photos. And it started there. And I would just post a photo and write an uplifting caption. And that's how it started. And so you don't need to start with much. Um, Just start because otherwise, if you don't take that first step, you're never going to. So that would be my advice.
1: For me, that's been such a, yeah, such a, such like a, a, yeah, present. I don't know, present thing in my head, just having to start, you know, because you, you think that your audience or the people that you're creating things for, I think we can so often be overwhelmed by who's going to listen or who's going to read it or, and we don't often go within ourselves to create something that we truly believe mm-hmm. in. Um, and I think something incredible about what you said just then was that You just have to back yourself. You have to back that your vision and what you are creating is important and if it's important to you, hopefully it will be important to other people Um, and that's helpful. And if you
0: have one person following you that it makes a difference for, that's enough. You know, if it's your mum, it's enough. Like just start somewhere. The mum.
1: biggest supporter. (laughs) yeah that's true my mom actually is also the biggest supporter that's so funny <laughs> but I'd hope that there would be one other person <laughs> than my mom <laughs> maybe I'm sure there will be um well I guess with uh even with um with the social media or um even working with the girls at the moment, have you found that there's, what are some of the big, biggest limiting beliefs that you see in not only, only yourself, but the other two girls that you've been working with? Have there been things that you guys have had to face time and time again?
0: I'll start with the podcast. Um, yeah. So basically my biggest limit is me not thinking people will want to be on it um, because I'm yeah. like, oh, well, like, you know, it only has this many listens or, you know, people don't really know what it is yet or whatever. Um, you know, I I haven't, like, messaged people purposely because I think, oh, they won't want to be on this. Like, you know, like, it's embarrassing to ask, blah, blah, blah. Um, but what's the worst they can say? No, don't write back. Like, it's fine, you know, reach out to people who um, you think have that voice that you you need your followers to hear, like, what's what's so wrong with that? And so I've, I've pushed past that. Um, I'm pushing past that. I'm getting there. Um, yeah. But, like, one of my, I would say it's kind of a milestone is I had Twice Blessed on the podcast um, and they're kind of a couple of my favourite bloggers in Melbourne if people don't know them. Um, beautiful, beautiful girls. And so that was, like, it, it was like an honour to interview them because I, I know that they're real people, um, but they just have such a, a authentic influence that, um, yeah, I'm really excited for that one. And then I would say my girls writing, um, Alice and Erin, they sometimes like they're like they don't want to send me a vlog because they're like worried that, um, you know, they're like, oh, it's too long or, or like, you know, it's not finished yet or da 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 but I'm just always Always encouraging them, like, just send it, just send it to me. I'll check it. You know, we can always reword it, we can go over it. Let's brainstorm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't believe that anything is um, bad work in a sense, you know, anything yeah. is, um, yeah, able to be changed or fixed or whatever. But literally, every time they sent to me, I'm like, what were you even going on about? So <laughs> I'm like, it's amazing. And, you know, people need to hear this stuff. So, I think, um, yeah, I think honestly because social media sometimes people are so backlashy, you know, they will just write a comment just because they think a certain way differently to you. Um, Sometimes they might be afraid that people might say something but honestly I don't want to create that environment and I don't believe I've created that environment and I honestly can say we haven't had a bad comment um, at all and if we did I would delete it and block them. So good luck with that
1: that's that's the one way to do it I guess yeah. yeah I have a friend that um Jai Long actually if anyone ever does a negative comment to him he screenshots it and then he reposts that's great. it <laughs> so funny um but I guess there's different ways different ways to do that um but that, that's yeah that's incredible I think you know, seeing your journey from going through something where you didn't really know what you wanted to do and not having much purpose, and now uh, today being someone that's standing up for women and encouraging them to start things and to go for something, I think that's like that's what we need. We need more of that. Um, and I would even, you know, I would even ask, like, if there are anyone in that space right now, like, you know, struggling a bit, what would you what would you tell them?
0: Yeah, I guess just don't don't stay there, don't don't dwell on it for too long because like it will pass. Um, those moments aren't very long, and yeah, life's too short. Life's too short not to um, yeah step out and you can make calculated risks. You know, it doesn't have to make you know the business venture or creative venture or whatever it is doesn't need to make money straight away you know if that's your goal um then maybe just rethink it because you know it's putting a lot of pressure on yourself and I think um you know if it's if it's going to be something great um it will it will make money in the future and 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 that's not really that's not why I've started this and so it just really depends like why why you're starting it and what you're starting it for um and yeah just really think about those things but don't don't stay in the pit of woe is me you know I don't know what I'm doing and you know don't stay there for too long because it it doesn't help you it doesn't help you at all so yeah yeah I don't know if that's helpful I'm looking for
1: it is. It's helpful. I think even and what you touched on earlier, looking for people that believe in you and that see the potential in you, I think is really important as 100%. well. I guess you having your you know, having your husband, yeah, um, and that's been really important to me. And if anyone is listening to this and doesn't have someone that believes in them and sees their potential, let us yeah. know. <laughs> you can contact me or me because I don't know who you are, but um, we do believe in you, and I think everyone has the potential to start something to to step into um something that's bigger than themselves but sometimes they just need a bit of encouragement so
0: definitely that's really cool definitely
1: yeah well i have a i have like five flash questions to to end the end the chat to just uh get to know a little bit about what you what you're looking at at the moment are you ready are you ready for this, mm-hmm. these questions mm-hmm. uh, the first one is uh what's on your bookshelf right now it can be audio as well.
0: Oh, uh, barefoot investor. <laughs>
1: okay, <laughs> what is barefoot investor?
0: Oh, it's all saving, saving tricks, financial stuff, investing,
1: learning about money. Come on. Yeah. What I you know. Mean? I just
0: said about money, not to think about money, and now I'm thinking about money. You told us
1: not <laughs> to think about money. I think she is using that to, you know, gain her knowledge. It's not just yeah. to. Hundred
0: percent. <laughs> No, it
1: is. Um, it is. I need help. That's awesome. I, I actually, I've also read that book and it's helpful, guys. A uh, little plug there, Barefoot Investor. Um, what's the favorite part of your day?
0: Oh, coffee. For sure.
1: Okay. <laughs> the thing, I'm actually drinking coffee as I talk to her. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. What type? Yeah. Long black? Long uh, black.
1: No, it's a V60. It's a filter. Oh, no, nice. Cup that was made nice. from Beatrice, Beatrice Art. Shout out to Super
0: Beatrice. Super cute.
1: Yeah, she's the best. Um, what does becoming mean to you?
0: Mm, I think, oh, that's a hard one. Okay. Um, I guess it means to me becoming, yeah, like becoming greater than what you think you might be able to do, I guess, yeah.
1: Awesome.
0: Doing things, yeah, doing things that you never thought you or could imagine that you could do
1: yeah and you're you're doing those so let's go come on more to, more to come
0: yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> um what's one piece of advice that stuck with you
0: oh just just start <laughs> i keep saying it but just uh-huh. start just do something um yeah because if you continue to go around in circles and go it's too overwhelming i don't know what to do um You'll be more miserable um, than if you just did it and failed and tried again.
1: Awesome, that's good. Just start, okay? Yeah, I, we. I can do that. We can do that. Just start. Just start. <laughs> um, and the last question: What are you dreaming about right now?
0: Oh, I'm dreaming about living in Tassie <laughs> again. <laughs> really?
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, that's that's definitely in our in our minds. Yeah.
1: Wow. Daniel. Okay. I was about Mm -hmm. to say, I better let him know, but. mm.
0: I mean, don't know when, don't know when, but that's, that's a dream of ours. Yeah.
1: Raising little kids in Tassie. Hey. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, Hey, thanks so much for for jumping on the podcast and and for all the words of encouragement that you shared with us today. I think they're really going to speak to whoever does listen. Um, But if there's anything, if there's anything left in the tank that you want to leave us with, um, you're welcome too
0: um thank you so much for having me on here and yeah i really appreciate it um it's probably my second interview so very special feeling very special um yeah i guess just yeah just keep uplifting people like there's no no need to be um negative um and yeah
1: how good was today's episode with Mia Alexander? I think what stood out to me most is just her positivity and willingness to look for others and empower them and continue to create a platform that's uplifting women. I left feeling so inspired. If you learned something, write it down, share it with a friend and if you love the podcast, subscribe, give it a five-star rating on Apple so more people can hear it and Have the best week, guys. I'll see you next week for the next episode. Big love.